Folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Train Rack tonight. We are one away from 200. This is 199. Happy Masters Eve. It is 70 and sunny in Cheek to Vegas. Summertime weather is approaching, and they are out of the Buffalo bracket. Tonight's show sponsor, Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? The place to buy a case. I'm your host, the General. We got DJ Supreme, Maniac, and a very special guest tonight, Jeremy White. Jeremy, how you doing this evening? Great, guys. Happy to be here. Awesome. And you know what tonight is? We are breaking down the Buffalo bracket. The Sweet 16 is over. The Elite Eight is here. There's been some upsets. Chalk has been rolling. Maniac, how you been feeling so far with this Buffalo bracket? I mean, it's a very vicious cycle that we always forget about. You have the bracket. There's surprises. People are saying things are overrated, but they still win. Then over 10 and a half months, you forget about all of it. And then you're back in the thick of it. I mean, it feels like it's the same story again and again, but love the new entries this year. And obviously, that leading that stampede, Howard picks the Bills. Howard picks the Bills. I mean, he is absolutely rolling right now. Another big upset over summertime weather. This is a close, close one, DJ Supreme. It was, what, 57-43? Yep, we saw a couple of uh, close matchups for the Cinderella stories of the tournament had three of them going into the Sweet 16 with Howard Simon picking the Bills being one, uh, Transit Drive-In Theater being another, and then Lloyd being the third. Uh, not everybody fared as well. It was a, it was a tough battle for Howard, uh, much like it was for the Transit Drive-In. Uh, but Howard, against all odds, Jeremy, moves on to the Elite Eight, knocking off summertime weather. I mean – it's the second best season. So, you know, what are we worried about here? He didn't beat Fall. He'd, he'd have lost to Fall. I would have voted against him if it were against the elite season. But, you know, the second best season, which is a pretty, pretty good season. But um, coming out of the seasonal conference, you know, not a surprise. Summer, the second best team, got knocked off. I mean, you guys say it was close. I was on that poll from what it launched at 10, 12 a.m. I'm on that poll at 10, 15, wire to wire. Never in doubt. Brief period where they close the gap. Everybody makes a run in college basketball, right? That's what they say. Summer made its run like Gonzaga made its run to get it down to 10. Not an issue. Start to finish. Cruising through. I, I just thought, you know, with where we're at still, you know, a lot of people still working from home, the pandemic, whatever. I thought people would be craving summertime weather. Nope. Craving Howard picking the bills. And I, I thought in the Sweet 16, I know we're doing a quick recap of everything. I thought my biggest stunning upset was actually Josh Allentown taking down Barbell. I thought that was very interesting. I mean, I mean, once again, Bills, all that usually runs the table. Bills home playoff game, Bills home opener, whatever. Josh Allentown, what, the first year, months of existence, takes down Barbell. I was, I was shocked at that one. What do you guys think would have happened if it was just Allentown against Barbell? Barbell. Okay. I really think yeah. that. I really For think sure. Howard. Yeah. In that case, can Howard picks the Bills sign Josh Allen as an endorser and call it Josh Allen, Howard picks the Bills, and see if it can uh, get some – I mean, anything Josh Allen touches right about now is getting more votes. It, I, I wouldn't – why not? If it becomes Josh Allen's transit drive-in, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a finals <laughs> run. Right. I, transit drive-in supreme is still once – I mean, they are just – those matchups rack up votes. The loyal following with the transit drive-in is unbelievable. They knocked off good neighbors, Supreme, 54-46. Yep, it was a tight matchup. I mean, 
everybody loves their neighbors. Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. But maybe the pandemic has worn thin on people. Maybe people haven't seen their neighbors in, in about a year. So they forget about them. So I don't know. I, I With the transit drive-in, their poll from not just Twitter, but also Facebook, we've seen uh, they've been directing their fans towards the Buffalo bracket polls. Mm-hmm. And they've reaped the benefits. And I think it's actually a great segue into – uh, a phenomenal graphic that our chief statistician Wake wow, Jockin picked that is for beautiful. Us. And would you look at this? The Buffalo bracket fancy stats. Uh, fancy stats. Right As you can see here, up in the top right-hand corner, both Howard Simon picking the Bills and the Transit Drive-In have had like the closest wins, but have had the most votes for. So arguably the most exciting matchups. Um, so really our gut feeling and what we're seeing viscerally with – you know, the excitement of Howard and the transit driving making runs into the Elite Eight, you know, is backed up by stats. But as you see here, I think, you know, it, it, on paper, Howard Simon picking the Bills going up against Wegmans in the Elite Eight would look like a daunting matchup. But you see this chart, Jeremy, and Wegmans is down there in the uh, bottom left-hand corner of all the, all the teams left in the tournament. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that, that's not a lot of enthusiasm for – you know, for the grocer. I mean, great grocery store, but there's not the enthusiasm for Howard picks it. Look at it. It's just, it's off the, it's not, it's not off the charts. It's actually on the chart, uh, but it's a high event kind of vote. So like, I'm into it. How are you going to beat Wegmans? With votes. This You're going to get it done. So, so Jeremy, real quick, if you were the, if you were Buff Creek, if you're Las Vegas and you're setting this line, what are you setting Howard and Wegmans at? I mean, I, I think if I'm Buff Creek, I, I've probably lost a lot of money on Howard on the money line in the first couple of matchups because people are still probably sleeping on him as an 11 seed. Don't forget probably, how stubborn these line makers are, Jeremy. That's true. That's true. I mean, are the line makers haters? Because if so, they might give us a good money line, and I'd be betting Howard picks the Bills. What? Give me a plus 300 because it's an 11 versus a two seed? Okay. Bet it all day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think plus three hundred is more than fair. I was going to give one, Howard okay, listed as a two on this. On this I, I was I was going to give Howard though, like if it was a point spread with these percentages, I was going to give him plus five and a half. So that would be like a you know what is that a, a fifty three to a forty seven, basically somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah. I think that's about where he's at. And here's the deal: like you look at this chart, look where Wegman's is. They don't get a lot of votes. Is Danny Wegman going to retweeting this Elite Eight poll? I mean, is the Wegman social media team going to be fired up? We know WGR is, we know Howard is, we know Jeremy's going to be. So I don't know. I mean, if it's plus 300, I would bury Howard and picks the bills. Well, Wegmans, I just checked. Wegmans has 200,000 followers on Twitter. So that's that's a good Wegmans army that's out there that could that's, boost them. That, that's the thing. If they breathe on this, Jeremy, Howard might as well put him in aisle 14 because we're going <laughs> to need a cleanup, okay? But, no, that's the thing. I, don't, I, th- I expect silence out of Team Wegmans on this, but they have their loyalists. I think this could be the first time in the tournament, and we've seen it with a lot of – a lot of our, our more auspicious categories, you know, that haven't been Buffalo traditions for 10 to 15 plus years. I think we could be we could see our first who is this Howard and why is him picking the Bills such a big deal? I can see that happening in the first next 24 hours. It's happened with every topic. It's happened mm. with every topic. So I mean, look at the picture though. I mean, that that's an iconic logo. Oh, I did. I, I can't can't argue. Can't argue. Yeah, I mean, you know, people see that, they know what it is. Yeah, the, the Howard Army 50K strong on Twitter is absolutely nothing I would want to challenge, question, or go against. I, I find myself, I think I'm one of those 50,000. 
Yep. And I think Jeremy is well on his way to uh, cashing in on that $2.50 offer uh, that Howard had floated this afternoon for saying nice things about him on our uh, show. That could definitely do some damage at that vending machine, too. That's like, what, two, two, three items, maybe, if you get one of the gum at the bottom row? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got gum. We got some Sun Chips. I think some Doritos maybe in there. I that could be like a Dorito. Right here, I don't know what's in the vending machine anymore. Yeah. Everything's different now. Jeremy, what do you think about this left side of the bracket? You got the North Towns region. You got the Niagara Frontier region. A lot of chalk. A lot of favorites. You see a two ones, a two and a three. Do you see any potential at an upset here? Or do you think the chalk keeps rolling, rolling along here in the Elite Eight? Well, I mean, Bill's home playoff game is going to be a, a lock to, to win over local breweries. Um, it's a tough matchup for anybody. I, I'm not saying I'm looking ahead, but I do already have the campaign slogan for when Howard picks the Bills, meets Bills home playoff games in the in the final. I know exactly how we're going to spin it because Bills home playoff game is going to run to the final. You know, chicken wings versus outdoor dining. Technically, without outdoor dining for a period there, we couldn't have chicken wings. But I had imagined that chicken wings is going to going to advance. So you're getting chicken wings in the Bills home playoff game in the in the uh, left side. I'd pick Bills home playoff games to get there. And I won't even keep it a secret because I'll just tell you what the line is. When, not if, when Howard picks the Bills, goes up against Bills home playoff game. Why why should Howard win? Answer. The best a Bills home playoff game can do is send the Bills to the Super Bowl. Howard picks the Bills can get the W in the Super Bowl. Oh my god. Vote for Howard picks the Bills. All the way to the chip. Let's go. Honestly, All the way. Wow. You, you look at that right side of the bracket with that South Towns and Southern Tier region. I, I'm starting to really have a lot of faith that Howard picks the Bills, moves on. And a very interesting matchup is the Josh Allen hype taking on the transit driving loyalty. They are just those people on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Transit driving gets the most amount of votes. You can even argue it's 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 just as much as Howard, if not more. Maniac, what do you see there? I or want to ask a question right now of our of our guest, Jeremy. Yeah. How confident are you that, that Howard picks the Bills is going to make the finals here? Make the final four and beat Wegmans? Make the finals of, of this side of the bracket, the whole finals. Pretty confident. If he loses, he should have to do a Howard picks the Bills from inside of Wegmans. And if he loses <laughs> in the next round, he should have to do a, a Howard picks the Bills from either Allentown or – at the transit driving. Those are just ideas. Those are just ideas for fun, for fun. We're all doing fun here. Outlet liquor, let's go. But when I look at it, yeah, it's going to be chicken wings, Bill's home playoff games. I think transit driving is going to beat Josh Allentown. They just have so much steam right now. They're kind of like a, they're my, they're the UCLA to me. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. Transit driving is not the UCLA because Howard picks the bills of the UCLA. Respect to, respect to Jeremy's guy. And that transit driving is officially this Brackets, Loyola, Chicago. They're the team nobody wants to face. They're going to put you in a phone booth, and they're going to get that Facebook page working for them. Yeah, it scares me. It does. It really does. They're relentless, and and the integrity committee has been all over this tournament, and they will continue to be all over this tournament. Yeah, I think that at least based on the the chart here, I'm looking at chalk on the left side of the bracket, but I, I like both of the upsets on the right. I mean, transit drive-in versus Howard, as Wake just said, it'd be a clash of the Titans. I mean, that one of the un, most unlikely matchups we could have asked for in the Buffalo bracket, but also statistically speaking, the most exciting. So 
I mean, that's what I'm rooting for right there. You know, I, I yep. love Wegmans dearly. And in, in the, uh, you know, our first uh, selection show, I had Wegmans going all the way this year, just based off of what a great store they are and how important they've been to, you know, the past 12 months of everybody's lives. But, you know, I'm riding the Howard hype train all the way. Yeah. Let me ask you this, guys. It's, it's Masters week. Is there any sort of, from year to year, if you win, do you get lifetime exemption? If you make the final four, are you locked into a top three seed the next year? You know, trying to figure out, because jockeying for, sometimes it can be a process. Maybe you make the final four this year and you aim to take the title next year. I'll let Supreme answer this. He's the head of the committee. <laughs> well, as, as chairman of the committee, certainly past performance uh, is considered in future seeding. So for the 2022 Buffalo bracket, Howard picks the Bills will certainly not be an 11 seed. He will be higher than that. I think it, much to your point, it depends on how far he goes to see, you know, if he's a, if he's a top tier team or if he's still in that maybe five to seven range. Um, depending on what he does against Wegmans uh, these next couple of days. And, guys, if I'm looking at this, though, the final four, I'm going with Jeremy, like he said. I'm chalk on the left-hand side. Wings move on. Bill's home playoff games move on. I'm taking Howard in the upset over Wegmans. And if I'm Buff Creek, that Southtown, Southtown's region, Josh Allentown transit driving, that's a pick em. It really is. <laughs> it really, fair. Absolutely fair. I really think it is, but – I think the run is over for the drive-in. I know that Josh Allentown has not existed that long. I'm going Josh Allentown against Howard picks the Bills. That is two potential ridiculous matchups for Howard against Josh Allentown. And then if he can beat Josh Allentown, potentially as Bills home playoff games. Unbelievable. I like the idea of two ones on the left versus each other and then an 11 and a 12 versus each other on the other side, though. Yeah. What's your prediction, Maniac? What do you think is going to happen? I think that ultimately, I mean, yeah, if Jeremy's on it, you know, beginning to end in this matchup versus Wegmans, they'll move on there. I think transit driving is absolutely going to be all over it. I think they'll move on. I think chicken wings and Bill's home playoff games move on. That's my final four. You want me to take the rest of the way? Yeah. I got chicken wings falling to Bill's home playoff games that, you know, that, you know, that after wash after glow is still on that Bill's home playoff game Two going two and oh was huge too. Let's face that. If they were one and one, I think Bill's home playoff games might have already got voted out. But two and zero is huge. Yep. Bill's home playoff games goes to the championship. Chicken wings out in the final four for the second consecutive year, I believe. Yep. Um, and then transit drive-in versus Howard picks the Bills. Uh, I'll take Howard picks the Bills to beat the transit drive-in. Even though I think that'll be honestly that'll be UCLA Gonzaga part two. Transit drive-in will have absolutely have Howard on the ropes the entire way. They'll shoot like 60% from the floor. <laughs> Howard will need a miracle to escape. He'll get to the finals there. It'll be Howard versus Bill's home playoff games. And then, yeah, Jeremy's slogan, but I think Bill's home playoff games perseveres. Howard hey, Howard goes from first four to, to finals ousted. And he'll come back next year with a chip on his shoulder. That's right. And I just want to say, if Howard somehow finds a way to lose to the transit driving, then we're still all winners. Because then I get to talk trash to him that he lost to a driving. I mean, yeah. that's that's worth a lot. Yeah, this is a win-win. Absolutely, better win. talking point. Definitely better talking point than a Bills home playoff game or a grocery store. Oh, I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. I think Howard gets it done though against Wagmans. That's the biggest matchup, hands down. 
of the Elite Eight. What about you, Supreme? Any predictions from you out of this uh, Elite Eight? Yeah. Yep. As I said, chalk out of the left-hand side, uh, taking the underdogs on the right. I do think Howard makes it to Bills' home playoff games. I oh just think God. that there's too much hype out of the Bills. Their approval rating is at, you know, at least in our lifetimes, an all-time high coming off of the season that they had. You know, even though my heart and maniacs are near and dear to wings, I think they fall to a Bills opponent in the final four for the second straight year. Okay. Um, I think I. it's tough to pick in the final, though. I, I like Jeremy's point in terms of Howard could pick the Bills to win the Super Bowl. But I think the Bills' home playoff games, the experience that everybody could have firsthand, I think will edge him out slightly in the finals. Wow. Okay, and then quick, this is a, a question for you, Mr. Chairman. If Howard gets to the finals, what is he seated next year? Wow. That is – I mean, he's a. It, it'll depend on. Uh, let me let me jump in for the chairman as an assistant co-chairman here, okay? <laughs> yeah. And let me say that it's going to depend on Howard's next year. This is all about the past so, year. Event. If well, Howard does one edition of Howard picks the Bills, and fans are clamoring outside of 500 Corporate Parkway like a Dawn of the Dead scene, then Howard might not even make the bracket next year, right. even yeah, if he went. But lot. you know what? That's if he continues just, to build this legacy, if he continues to build this program. Then yeah, I mean, odds well, are he'll he'll be he'll he'll never see double digit seed again. I at this yeah, pace. Yeah. Let, let, let's I just talk about the other one seeds. Who were the one seeds? A Bills home playoff game. Chicken wings. Who what were the other two one seeds? Good neighbors. Wegmans. Yep. Okay, Wegmans is a one. The, a two. You're talking about institutions, and yeah. if you're trying to make the case that Howard picks the Bills is not an institution, I'd love to hear the case. It's yeah. been more than a decade. Of this, it's a part of everybody's week. So yeah. you know, we're we're talking about growing a program like Gonzaga was grown. It used to be a cute little story with a funny name. Now it's a blue blood. So you know, I think by next year we're talking about HPTB. That's what we're going to start calling it as a blue blood. Wow. I mean, I wanted Nate Oates to make you be the Gonzaga of the East Coast, right? Jeremy oh, just wow. made HPCB into a blue blood right, into, right in front of our eyes. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. This is how it happens. But but to answer the question, I mean, yeah, it's it he if he makes it to the final four or beyond, he's certainly looking at a high seed in 2022. Um, what the seed was, I, I, I can't say I'd put a number on it too soon. I'd have to see what his performance is throughout the uh, upcoming bill season. Yep. And, um, you know, we'll be paying the, the bracket committee will be paying closer attention. Howard picking the Bills this fall than ever, and that's a guarantee. 100%. All righty. So let's see. We're wrapping up here with about the final five minutes here. It is Masters Eve. Like Jeremy White said, Jeremy, we got to talk about this. Who do you got? Any long shots? Any favorites you like in the Masters this weekend? Did you see Bryson's got a new driver that he's been working on for three years? Like he's in the lab working on this thing. It's a five-and-a-half-degree loft driver. Can you explain to me? I'm, I'm... Is Bryson oh, the Thanos of PGA? Yeah, kind of. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Like, that, I, I've, not... I've, I've been trying to get a vibe. Like, he doesn't seem like a super bad super villain. It kind of seems like a, there's a lot of reasoning. There's a lot of misunderstanding. There's a lot of past yeah. experience that plays into it. But he does these things. Like, did you see the Frisbee golf picture today? I did not see that. I, I, I don't know if it was old. So I don't want to report officially. Okay. But apparently he was out playing Frisbee golf. The Masters is tomorrow. Like, shouldn't okay. he be warming up? I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, it, Thanos is the perfect comparison because you're watching him and you think, do I hate him? Wait, do I like him? I, I can't decide. A five and a half degree driver. So most regular people would hit a driver that's nine degrees at at the lowest. Hitting a five and a half degree driver is like hitting a putter. So I think a putter is a, has a four degree thing. So like it doesn't actually hit it into in the ground. This dude's basically swinging a putter 150 miles an hour and smashing the ball all over the place. So he's got a new driver he's talking about trying out. It's like, yeah, it, it's it's his infinity gauntlet, I guess. Um, He's interesting. He's doing the job that needs to be done, which is somebody super interesting in golf that people want to watch. Like, I'm going to want to watch Bryson. There's a video of him swinging at the driving range. VJ Singh is just standing there watching him swing the golf club. How do you know that you're interesting? Another golfer is literally just standing there watching you hit golf balls. So, yeah, I, I don't know that he's my pick. Um, you know, who do I? I'm trying to think like who I like and who I root for these days. Who Real quick, while you're thinking about that, our guy Nick in Tampa, Al, ran into a guy in Florida, Nick in Tampa, yep. says he's one of Bryson DeChambeau's putting consultants, showed him his bag of like 40 putters. Jeremy, does this make any sense? A putter, like when you putt the ball, it bounces up for like a millisecond, like when you putt it. Yeah. He's working on a putter where that doesn't happen. Like, so makes yeah, sense. this guy is just probing in every part of the game, and that's what makes him so like interesting, obviously. Yeah, and you, and you saw producer Burrs today. He's our Burrs on the Rocks guy, which is sponsored by Manscapes. Get to manscaped.com for 20% off using promo code TRAINWRECK. Burrs today, he was he said DeChambeau. He said Rom. He said Speed. You can't take three of the favorites. But but and, he always gets flack, and then when they cover. I'm just saying. He's going to 10-1, to 10-1, to 11-1. Come on, let's be real. But some tweets that I've been seeing today, some Augusta chairman Fred Ridley said today, the course is as pristine as he's seen it in his 20 years of membership and as fast and firm going to a Masters as it's been since Adam Scott won in 2013 when minus nine got him into a playoff. And then how firm is Augusta right now? Billy Foster, Matt Fitzpatrick, Caddy described it like this. It's like playing on Washington Road at the minute. I mean, this could be a very low-scoring defensive Masters weekend, which I'm excited for. Last year, it was a lot of rain. Conditions were different. This should be a fun-ass four days. Yeah, out of this, you know, situation, pandemic, we'll use the word. I mean, there was a Masters five months ago, what, six months ago? Yeah, six months ago in November, and there's one now. I mean, you know, obviously didn't want to go through it, but the world of sports can find ways, like, you know, whether it was the NHL playoffs going all day throughout the day and their, you know, revamp schedule, things to, you know, bring viewers back, bring the audience back in ways that are making the sports attractive to new viewers and old viewers alike. So I'm super pumped about the Masters starting tomorrow. Obviously got to go with my guy, though, Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, I've dabbled with him. I got a couple futures on Matsuyama here. He's always dependable. And in a course like that, playing that firm, you should fare well. Yeah. I got to pick. I'll, I'll, I bet this guy a bunch of times to win a major. I'm not even sure if he's in the field, but uh, he's going to eventually win one, and it'll be the time I didn't bet him. But Tony Finau should win sometime. He's uh, 33 to 1. Do it. Let's go with Tony, Tony. Finau. And we all Lock remember what? How, how many years ago was it now when he like he snapped his ankle on the par three? Mm -hmm. Remember that? I mean, he's like, he gets the hole in one, he's celebrating. His ankle was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Completely turned the other way. I do like Awful. that pick. Finals do. I like Morikawa. He's at twenty-eight to one. 
also dabbling on, you know, everyone hates Patrick Reed. Got to go with the hater at 33 to one as well. That's like an emotional hedge bet batting. Like, Oh, I feel dirty about his win, but at least I'm getting paid. I was talking, I was talking with some people today and I was saying if, you know, if the PGA was like wrestling, Tiger Woods music would hit like tomorrow at 8 a.m. and he would come out and he would be playing in this. And I asked the person who who would Tiger Woods give the first Stone Cold Sunner to if he came back tomorrow? And they said it was no doubt Sergio Garcia. Do you agree with that, Jeremy? About Sergio? Well, do you agree that, that he would be the first person that Tiger Woods would give a Stone Cold Sunner to if he like just came back tomorrow out of nowhere? Yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> I was thinking it was Patrick Reed. I think there's a low key little like rivalry there because of the red on Sunday. I'm trying to think who else like who's who's. And then the I board. think Phil Mickelson would be the guy that he has a beer with at the end and like pretends is his buddy and gives like a stunner to like finish <laughs> the show. Like definitely. Sure, I'm trying to think. Like Tiger's actually had like, you know, fights with some people, and really like not gotten along with a couple guys. I don't know. How about this? How about drunk bowler eight five seven? How is Jeremy not using this time to nap? That's a, that's a hero's that. effort. Yeah, I slept all right last night, so you know I'm riding that high. This this this. Do you or Howard have designated nap times, or is it like get to bed early when you can? He does. He he naps. I haven't napped in a long time. I will I never changed in the last couple of weeks. I know maniac. He knows what I'm going to say. I will never forget when it was. I believe it was Howard and Jeremy. Nate Oates on the show asking Howard about like is do you, maybe, you know what I'm talking about like with, yeah who they, they beat somebody in the MAC tournament or like a oh. late MAC conference game the board was, and he just said the wrong team and Nate just jumped down right because that's Nate's personality there's a lot yeah. of coaches who are, like just to be clear I think if it had like and this this is not a disservice this is just strictly personalities if it happened with Whitesell he would have just been like Whitesell would be like well we played you know so and so last night but. Nate threw a little bit of a shade at, uh, I think, Howard, if I recall. Yeah, he's like, you didn't know we were playing Bowling Green? <laughs> it was like the 9 o'clock game. And clearly, yeah. Howard's not. It's, I mean, come on, 9 p.m., the last one on a Wednesday night? No chance. Yeah. No, no chance. Way. No chance. But, guys, I'm super excited. We are into the Elite Eight. On the left side, we got Wings Outdoor Dining, Bill's Home Playoff Game versus local breweries. Then we have the Cinderella's Transit Drive-In, Josh Allentown, and Wegmans taking on Howard, picking the Bills. Supreme, what's the calendar looking like for this weekend? Calendar looking for this weekend, we're going to fire the first two matchups tomorrow uh, throughout the day, and then uh, the following two on Friday. We can take a little break with a little update um, on Sunday, and then we're into the Final Four early next week with the uh, championship later in the week, about a week from now. Awesome. Real quick, I just want to give Jeremy a shout out because you like I think we love setting records around here. Longest time between a train wreck tonight appearance, I think it was thirteen hundred days. A lot has happened, but we but I think most importantly, we appreciate the support the whole way. It's what spawned everything we got here, and it really means a lot. Yeah, no problem, guys. Anytime. We need another big future like Croatia for producer Bird. <laughs> we got Avalanche. We got Avalanche. I know we haven't told them yet. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to break that to them. Don't worry. But Jeremy, once again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This show is sponsored by outlet liquor. What's your outlet? The place to play, <laughs> the place to buy a case. Good night. Now.